And then in the last Jedi poster, Finn's face is like the size of baby Yoda. Monday. Welcome to the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. First, we should address the fact that there was no episode last week. Yeah. To be totally transparent, I got COVID. It sucked. I'm okay. It was a mild case for sure. I, re- I had really, really bad flu symptoms and then I had to quarantine so we couldn't record. So we're sorry we didn't do a Valentine's Day episode, but we're saving it for next year. Who needs love anyways? <laughs> <laughs> Who needs- What's love got to do with it? Exactly. <laughs> I am mostly healed. My voice is still a little bit hoarse. Perhaps you can tell. you got the funky breath. We're together in a room. It's safe. We have done what we are supposed to do. Hence the reason there was no episode last week. But here we are back for another great episode. Before we start, I have to tell you what happened to me last night. It's a funny little story. I laughed at myself afterwards. So what happened was I was watching Netflix on my iPad in my bed. I was laying down. I was horizontal and I had a pillow on me to prop up my iPad, right? And then I put my hands behind me to adjust myself. And while I was pushing down on the bed, adjusting myself, my iPad started to fall forward. This all happened in the span of like a millisecond. Uh. So I said, don't you dare. But it did. Inevitably, it fell and it hit me smack on the bridge of my nose. Like I have this little bump on my nose and it hit me right there. And I was (laughs) like, are you kidding me right now? So I, I'm having a ball. I had COVID. I got like, I thought I, I almost gave myself, the, iPad. yeah, almost got, gave myself a nosebleed and you know what? I'm still alive. So that's all you can really hope for these days. 22, 2022 20, <laughs> was supposed to be the year that everything went well. You know what? There's still lots of time. It's only February, 2022 can still be our year. All right. So let's get to the planned topic for this episode now. This was something that happened a while ago. It was around 2020 and prior to that. But we're going to talk about it now because as members of geek culture, I think we need to be aware of this topic. It is involving Star Wars, something that every sends generations. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, every proud geek likes Star Wars to some extent, I'm sure. In 2020, John Boyega dropped the truth bombs. He really did. Who is John Boyega? And by who is John Boyega, I really mean who is Finn. And when I say who is Finn, I really mean what happened to his character. I want to preface this whole episode by saying I don't, like, I do not consider myself a Star Wars fan. Mm-hmm. That's fine. That's not to say I don't, I like, dislike them. I have to say, first of all, I am a Star Wars fan. I'm not an expert, but I do really like Star Wars. And I have to say that I was really excited for the future of Star Wars when I saw Force Awakens. I was excited to see the rest of the Skywalker series. So was I. But ultimately, it, it really let me down. There was a lot concerning past characters, as well as involving a whole bunch of new characters, which made for a muddy situation. And they managed to do it somewhat successfully in the prequels, episode one, two, and three. So I don't know why they couldn't make it work this time. But besides the point, the point is, there were some characters who were seriously disserviced. 
Finn being probably the most prominent one. Uh, considering there was some posters in some countries that didn't include Finn exactly. on the poster, <laughs> I'd say that's fair. Yeah. How did Finn go from a lightsaber wielding main character to a support character with this criminally unfinished character arc? Yeah. It's beyond me. It was it was really just it was bad. <laughs> it, it was. It, I remember so very clearly, like seeing the the first two trailers for The Force Awakens, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Oh, cool, we're getting a black Jedi." Yeah, exactly. other than Mace Windu. Yeah, because he's questionable motives. Mace Windu's a bit in between. Red yeah. and blue makes purple. You know, it is what it is. I remember a specific scene in the trailer for Force Awakens. It's like. Oh my god, this is the next like this is the next guy. Right? Yeah. It That's was supposed it was supposed to be Finn's journey. That's what the setup was. Then we got the last Jedi and he was totally gone. Yeah, pretty Removed much Removed from the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. So there's multiple justifications that I've heard for Finn being treated this way as a character. Some people say there were too many main characters. Force Awakens had five main characters. Rey, Finn, Poe, Han Solo, and Kylo Ren. And then it just grew from there. But if there were too many characters, then why did they continue to add characters? Even if these characters were also diverse, like Rose and Janna, it now seems that Star Wars had this diversity limit and they filled that by adding more characters rather than adding two characters. Yeah. Adding to their stories. So then, of course, there's the... There was the justification that Finn was a, a red herring to make Ray's arc that much more interesting and surprising, which I also don't that, think was the best move. Misdirection's great for marketing, yeah. but... They presented Finn as a much more important character than he ended up being, which within a franchise like Star Wars, where previously we, we did get a bit of representation within the support characters, whether that be gender or race, but at the end of the day, the heroes were all white and all male. I just... I don't think that pushing Finn into the background with those other support characters was helpful in any way. Last June, you talked to me about like queer baiting. In, oh, yes. In media. They fully black baited. Honestly, yes. Like, well, well, I have to step in and, and correct you. It's, it's called race baiting. But I appreciate your enthusiasm. And yes, that's what they did. Because they were giving people this awesome representation just to gain an audience. And then they totally ignored his character. Yeah. And... Uh, I want to speak out to the, some of the fans that had issues with the fact that people were upset about the fact that Finn wasn't part of the movies more. People weren't upset that Ray was the main character. People were upset that Finn got literally demoted. Even if you look at the posters from the Skywalker series, which you mentioned, in the original posters, the foreground is staggered with the main characters. We have Han, Leia, and Luke in the front, Darth Vader behind three times. That is consistent. In Force Awakens, you have Kylo on one side, Finn on the other side. So Kylo's red, Finn is blue, Rey's in the middle. Hook, line, and sinker, they baited us. And then in the last Jedi poster, Finn's face is like the size of Baby Yoda compared to the, the main characters. You know what I mean? There was a serious, jarring reorder of character hierarchy. Not only does this impact the diversity in the movies, but Star Wars is wildly popular amongst kids, right? So now you have less Finn in the posters. Finn is less of a character, less t-shirts, less toys. That's communicating to sales that Finn products aren't doing well. And it's just this negative chain of events that impacts representation on every single front. They Meanwhile, they could have just made Rey and Finn both Jedi. That's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> she must be from Dirty Dogs. <laughs> so now this red herring 
ploy is starting to sound more like we introduced diversity into the primary cast to appeal to a broader audience for one movie and then went back to what we were doing before. Finn should have been the most interesting character in the later trilogy. Stormtrooper, lightsaber wielding, multiple hints to him being force sensitive. He has strong morals. He's smart. He's funny. He's a rebel. And John Boyega gave us the most fantastic performance as Finn, despite the obstacle of all the nuance being taken away from his character. And it, it, it is really a shame. No matter how, how many different ways you try to slice it, you can't help but poke holes in all these justifications. Yeah. And what reinforces the point we're trying to make is that John Boyega called it out himself. Since Star Wars, he's been very involved with Black Lives Matter. He's appeared at protests in 2020 onward, speaking out about his experience with Disney's Star Wars. And he's not just talking about the characters. A lot of us are quick to forget that when actors are involved with movies, they have to represent their work outside of that art form as well. Premieres, press, photo shoots. And he experienced a lot of pushback when he raised topics about the clothes that he wanted to wear or how he wanted to keep his hair. He would always get turned down. They wanted him to look a certain way. And I think that is really a shame as well because... Oh, oh, you mean like during the press tour? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Filming should be a certain yeah, way, dur but during if the it's actual, during the... During how press. are you to tell this man That's what I'm how saying, to because, be him? <laughs> because since he has been free of Star Wars, we've seen him express himself through his clothing. He's grown out his hair, which is very important to him. And for them to shove that away and be like, no, 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 you can't do that while you're under contract... That's honestly, that's so wrong. It's not like he was doing anything offensive. He was saying, hey, I want to represent my community and I want to be myself and I want to, I want kids to see me this way. And they were like, no, you can't. You got to you got to keep that clean shaven, cropped haircut. We need you to look this way. And that's so disheartening. Because Star Wars and Marvel are both Disney now, doing the comparison from Hello Podcast. <laughs> she makes an appearance. Yeah. We we get Black Panther yeah. from Disney's Marvel and then we get Star Wars. So I'm thinking there might be a little issue there with George Lucas and his crew. <laughs> you might not be wrong. And I do want to say, although we do applaud Marvel for their inclusivity. They have a long way to go. They definitely do. They hit the mark with Black Panther, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And this is not us saying that Disney Marvel has it all figured out and Star no. Wars failed. Marvel has its faults as well. Most recently, Shang-Chi. They called it an experiment rather than regarding it for the amazing work of art that it was. And now it has this diminishing word attached to it, unfortunately. Our goal in covering this topic is to shed more light on what John Boyega is saying and what he's saying his experience was, because I don't think a lot of people knew what was going on at the time and the impact that it had, ultimately. Yeah. People need to know about it, Star Wars fan or not. Yeah. Another thing that we haven't touched yet is the fact that Disney kind of just left John Boyega when he was most vulnerable. They did nothing. So what happened when he appeared in the trailer for Force Awakens, racism within the Star Wars community hit a new height. There were so many people outraged. First of all, they were like, oh, it doesn't make sense that there's a black stormtrooper. That doesn't make sense in the lore. And they just, they didn't want to see it. So there was all this hate online. He was getting threats. Star Wars was under fire. John Boyega was under fire on his own social media and out in public. And Disney did not support Finn or John in any way. They pushed him into the background and just hoped everything would go away. I, that's the way I see it. That's what it looks like from the outside. And really, that's what matters. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the intention was. It matters the impact that it left. 
And then Boyega gave this emotional, poignant speech during one of the Black Lives Matter protests, and Lucasfilms issued a statement supporting him, which is all good and well. But where, 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 where was that statement when you left him out in the middle of the battlefield? It took till 2020 when things were literally at their worst in like recent history. Yeah, it was definitely not a good look to ignore him. And then all of a sudden, when he did something that they wanted to capitalize on, because it was relevant, it was trendy. Like it was such a huge slap in the face. I don't yeah. know why they thought that was a good idea. But you know what? He's still like he is taking it all in stride. He is prospering. I don't think this has affected his work. He says that he won't go back to Star Wars. Understandably I so. I hope not. I would, I would love not. to see more of Finn, but I can't say that I'm disappointed that he won't go back because he has just been so mistreated by the whole thing. Honestly, I don't know if he'd be up for it. Um, you know, following this experience, I don't think he would work with Disney again. But I would love to see some redemption character for him in Disney's MCU. That would be really cool. But it is to his discretion. And like I said, I respect his choice, whatever he decides to do. What I want the takeaway to be from this, I have a quote right from him. I'm sure a lot of you have seen or heard this before. Uh, he said, what I would say to Disney is do not bring out a black character market them to be much more important in the franchise than they are and have them pushed to the side. It's not good. Basically, that is summing up this entire episode. I don't like to think of this scenario as a lesson because it is it has impacted a person's life, which is very important, very unfortunate. And I don't want to diminish his experience, but I hope that if this happens again, it probably will, unfortunately. We as fans can start to see that pattern. Fans do have some power when it comes to big franchises like this. So I hope that when we as an audience can see these patterns, we do something about it. We recognize it. We call it out so that eventually end goal, it doesn't happen again. Every kid right now knows what Star Wars is. And the way that Star Wars universe is rapidly expanding beyond the, Star the Skywalker series right now, I hope there is opportunity for more diversity, better treatment of characters. I don't want to see another Death Star <laughs> for my entire life. <laughs> you know what? Even though he had to go through all this, he still made such an impact on Star Wars. Like his character still stood out. Yeah, we're still talking about exactly. Him. And that is there's a lot to be said about that because they tried so hard to push him into the background. And yet he's still a fan favorite. Bottom line, we think that John Boyega did a really good job. Disney, Star Wars, Lucasfilms needs to do better. May the force be May with May the you. force be with John Boyega. Honestly, yes, please. Like there were so many hints. Okay, I'm gonna I'm done. I'm done. Let's go with our weekly recommendations before I get heated. <laughs> <laughs> what is your weekly recommendation, Tilly? Uh Ozark is such a good show. Spoiler alert. It's about money laundering and family. Weirdly enough, like actual family, not like mob family. It's a good show. Jason Bateman, I believe, also directs some of it. And the whole cast is cool. They have the younger kids, like 12, 13, 14, and then also like 17, 18, 19. They're all freaking great. <laughs> Every single one of them. Oh, it's also about opium. But what? I will have to check it out. It's good. It's a Netflix original. I will definitely have to check that out. It sounds interesting. You've told me about it before. It's so good. Yeah, I'll check it out for sure. My weekly recommendation is the 2021 Candyman. I saw it last week. It is so good. 
it's not streaming at this time, but it is available. It is availability. <laughs> it is available physically and digitally to rent or own. I went in expecting a remake or a different story with the same monster. It was actually a sequel to the original, like the Halloween series, how they did a sequel so many years later. The original in the 90s was really woke for its time, and with Jordan Peele co-writing and producing this Candyman, it was just carried over and taken to new heights. That man don't miss. Yeah. He's so good, right? I was surprised at how much this horror movie made me think. Check it out, Candyman 2021. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the Geek Squared Show, the show where we talk about the things that we talk about. My name's Emma. I'm Tilly. Just a reminder, we release new episodes every Monday, so stay tuned for that. Below in the description, you can find the links to all of our socials and our Buy Me a Coffee if you would like to fund the chaos. Now go into the world and do something great and have a great day. May the force be with you. like in the most recent star wars trilogy mm. bb8 i always love the droids the droids they do have a special place in That's the movies what I'm saying. because they don't have a it's like baby yoda grogu they don't have a voice so you just they emote and you react yeah. you somehow understand the beeps yes and the <laughs> wow yeah <laughs> <laughs>